Shoo-wop. Shoo-wop. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm running out of ideas. Um, Maybe we'll, this will mean we'll have to make ourselves an opening sound. If anyone knows how to do that, hit our line. Welcome back to this episode of Sorry We're Open. Episode 10. No! Yeah, it is 10. Sorry. We had a whole long discussion. <laughs> this is episode 10. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. And here we are. You've been listening to us for 10 whole episodes. Why are you still here? Actually, I know exactly why you're still here. We're funny. I was going to say, we're funny as fuck. We bring, so, bring the heat. I know. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I like listen back to episodes. I'm like, God damn, we're funny. I think I think we're hysterical anyway. Um, Lindsay, what's your life update? Fuck, I didn't think about this at all. Um, do you want to go? Do you have I one? I can go. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So my life update is in less than a week, on Monday the 25th, I will be giving a TED Talk. I'm so proud of you. Like I, <laughs> I'm. I will officially be able to say thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That that's such a good line to have, and especially when it actually happened. Yeah. So if if anyone listening is free on Monday at 6 p.m. in Zollner, I'll be there. I'm skipping my radio show for you. Do you know how much I'm so honored? Why that means to me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. um. I'm currently, my life update of that life update is I'm trying to memorize my 16-minute speech. So if you've got memorization tips, hit me up. Oh my God, you have to memorize it? Yeah. Uh, it's fine, though. Okay. It's really fine. I, I believe in you. I bet you could do it. And there's I, a will, there's a way. Right, yes. When Maggie offered to help me all day Sunday, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have, like, flashcards. <laughs> yeah, she's going to, like, give me the word when I forget it so I can keep going. Give you the word. Cue, please. Or Literally, li- cue, li- please. Li- line, please, whatever that, whatever that is. Um. But yeah. What's your life update? Um, my life update is that I cannot just have Cheerios before going out. Yes, Liz. <laughs> that is called safe drinking habit. Right. Um, had none of that last night. So. Lonzi was out in full force last night. Your life updates are always so wholesome. I have nothing wholesome going on besides my, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Degenerate behavior yeah my um, mom always says that she says we have a, a dichotomy in which you say shambly things and i say <laughs> but i think it therefore it balances out i agree i agree maybe one day um we'll switch it up a, a bit and uh and i'll say something wholesome and you'll say something shambly yeah but would, that's what my residents want to hear they're waiting for just shambly <laughs> stories <laughs> for sure all right next segment okay so next segment is <clears throat> Thanksgiving. You didn't introduce the segment again. Fuck, keg stands. This is keg stands. I, yeah, okay. So ju- Thanksgiving. <laughs> so we're talking about Thanksgiving because it's a, it's coming. It's really coming soon. And we are excited. I'm really excited. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Really? Yes. What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Um, All of it. I, I'll, I'll give you a really brief rundown, but... I'm gonna say something wholesome. Oh, this is so exciting! <laughs> um, I love it because I get to see both sides of my family. So we have dinner and dessert on my dad's side of the family, and then we go to my mom's side of the family for a second round dessert, which is obviously one of my favorite parts because I fucking love dessert. And so, I'm gonna see my mom's side of the family too. Two desserts. We always pick um, Secret Santa on Thanksgiving. Um, for Christmas Eve, which is really exciting and a lot of fun. And we always play, because I have have younger cousins. They're not so young anymore, but, um, we always play, like, apples to apples. It's just, just, like, an all-around, like, great fucking holiday. And I love the food, too, so. 
Yeah, we Thanksgiving's my dad's favorite holiday. I love your dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we've had Thanksgiving. Um, I've never eaten Thanksgiving not in my house. Really? For my whole life, yeah. Um, and my favorite part of Thanksgiving is my grandma's mashed potatoes. <gasps> um, she probably won't be able to make them this year, but Aww. they have three sticks of butter in them. As all good mashed potatoes should. And she like makes them with love, and they're the best. Aww. And so that's definitely my favorite part of Thanksgiving. That's so cute. But, but not, but not your favorite holiday. Um, I don't know if I. I really do love Thanksgiving, but it's always been my dad's holiday. Oh, it's always been so, his favorite, right? Like, so you, so I got to be like more unique. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. I don't know if I have a favorite holiday. I'd have to like really reflect on that one. Okay, you know. Yeah, but yeah. So that's, but that's not really what we're talking about. No, but I like the little the little digression that we had. So. Yeah. <laughs> so hit us up with your fun, what you love about Thanksgiving. Your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, stuffing. Lindsay, if you could only pick one Thanksgiving stuffing. food, what see. What kind of stuffing, though? Stouffer stovetop stuffing. No way. <laughs> it's so good. My father makes really good stuffing. Like, really can you bring good. home? Can you bring home? <laughs> can you bring back leftovers? Yes, please? I can. Thank you. And it is so good. Like, I it love. is the best. And he, like, it's his, like I said, favorite holiday. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, also the, the candied yams with, like, oh, I've never had candied yams. It's like yams with, like, brown sugar and marshmallows on top. Oh, we it's do, like, a lot of sweet potatoes. So good. Oh, yeah. my God. Sorry. I'm <laughs> getting really? so distracted. So, like, <laughs> if you have fun Thanksgiving, you know, foods, but you love without Thanksgiving, hit the pot up. Yeah. But what we're really talking about is the weird transition of going home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I, especially, like, as a first year here i was like that mm, yeah mm. coming home as a freshman my first time around i was like what i have to tell you where i am i was gonna say i could be straight up fucking dead in a ditch at five in the morning and my parents would have no idea like god forbid but like i'm just saying like that could fucking happen and then when i'm home they're like be home by 1203 in the morning i'm like no like, no, I think that's the weirdest part. Though. That's like, when the night fucking starts. I'm sorry. <laughs> literally, no, literally. We go to bars at 11.45. I know. Like, psycho shit. Um, but I like got home that first time and I was like, oh, we have rules again. Right. And it never gets easier. I, I wouldn't even say, like, I think like it's weird to come home and like take out the garbage, do the dishes. Because that's like not things that like you do as much as a first year here. Like obviously when you're a senior, you I was know say, how to do dishes. Yeah. But like. As a first year student, I'm like, I've lived in a box for, you know, the first three months. Now I'm yeah. coming home and there's, there's like rules and I have to do things. And like, there's all I really so want to do is sleep. Yeah. And see my home friends. Yeah. And hang out with family. But I think it's like really weird when there's like an expectation where you have to be like, oh, I'm here. Right. Or um, I'm leaving now. Um, but like, I, I still ask my parents for like permission to do things. I'm like, uh, can I like, can I, um, can I go hang out with Sarah later? Or? Still, really? Still now? Uh, I guess less so now, but I like to make sure, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to go do that. See, I, mine's always a more of a letting them, letting them know. I mean, uh, yeah. my parents are divorced, so like it's different for me. Like we live with my mom, so it's like, I'm like, hey, I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I need. I I still need to give my parents details. It, it has transitioned. Like really? Yeah. I mine's like I could be going to like Timbuktu, and I'm oh, like, no. I'm like, hey, I'm going to Mandis. No, 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 no. <laughs> which is really on brand. So no, I'm like, oh, I'm um, I'm going to Stan's, the breakfast place with Sarah. Um, probably be there for a couple hours. <laughs> Maybe we'll get red mango and then come home. <laughs> 
Do you have things that you... And, oh. and they also have my location when I'm home. Oh, that's a hell no from me. I know, but they still have my location. I'm always yeah. like... Lindsay, you gotta... Uh, yeah. no, but when I'm home, when I'm home, they're like, we like to know where you are. I was like, well, you have no idea where I am at school. Literally I could be at the Santa Casino. <laughs> which I am now. I, I haven't been for just shits and gigs. Yes, I have, but... um, I've never... I don't like gambling. No, it was really frustrating. I was like very frustrated sitting at the blackjack table. I was like, I don't know how to play this goddamn game. Like Mood. I was watching people play and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Because you you know when you're younger you have like a um what is the word I'm looking for? You just like make up rules to things and I always thought I knew how to play blackjack and then I watched it at the casino. I was like, that is not mm, how you play blackjack. Mood. Yeah, um, so I think back to, to oh, being home with my parents, yeah. Like, it's just weird, to, like my language. I definitely have to change. Oh, like yeah. at school, think of like this shit you say all the time. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, I can't say that. Um, my parents still don't really like when I curse. So, yeah, yeah. And, and if you've listened to me at all on this podcast, <laughs> it's really difficult for me not to do when I'm home. But or just like the things you say, or like the acceptable topics. Like you don't like you don't like digress about a night out at your living room couch. <laughs> like. like mm. What's your favorite thing to do at home? Like when you're back for a break? Sit on the couch. And watch Chopped. <laughs> yeah, or um, there was one day, last break, I think it was it was Christmas break, doesn't really matter. I sat on the couch, I didn't move my ass, and I watched the entire season of Jack Ryan. So, I'm like, so no, I did that too. Me, my dad, and my best friend Amanda watch all of Jack Ryan. Yeah, yes. It's so good. Yeah. Season two, guys. I'm really excited, so I'm excited to do that. This break. And the Marvelous Miss Maisel, season <gasps> three. Did that come out already? comes out next week or two oh my god stop i'm, I'm so excited. excited i love that show yeah if you don't if you have not watched marvis miss Maisel, trust me listen to it yeah it's so good yeah but definitely sitting on the couch i wrap myself we have this like big brown blanket that matches our brown couches um so i always like wrap myself up in it my parents call me a burrito so <laughs> i am a human burrito <laughs> human burrito this morning i was a toasting burrito under my lamp <laughs> Um, oh, update about the lamp for uh, people who are invested in my lamp journey. I really do think it works. It's been over a week and a half now, and one day I skipped and I felt worse, so I'm thinking it works. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to come over and do it every day. <laughs> come over. No, I told Mir, come lay in my lamp with me. It's a half hour. We can just chat, and it's nice. It's okay. been working. Okay, I'm going to do it. Or maybe I'll just invest it my own. You could do but, that. But snugs. Okay. Yeah. It, is your favorite part also sitting on the couch? Yeah, and, like, we have, so I live in, unlike people who think that New Jersey is the armpit of America. It is. It's not. Yep, it um, is. I live in, like, like right by a really beautiful reservation, so my favorite thing is, like, me and my that home. That smells like garbage. No, it's literally the most beautiful place ever. There's, like, only nature, like, for, like, miles and miles and miles. So, like, me and my home friends will go get breakfast and then walk in the reservation for hours and it's oh, so relaxing and like so awesome. we catch up on like how the semesters has gone so far and it's like really nice to just like be i love that that's oh my that's thing. cute i really like that all right another thing about thanksgiving that i forgot to mention before so like we have at, in the Foy family thanksgiving we have absolutely banned the discussion of politics i i think that's always such a and I think this year is going to be particularly sticky if discussions occur. Yeah. No one in my family, thank God, is like particularly vocal about their political views. So oh. we haven't like had to ban it. Oh, we had to ban it. It's a no discussion of it. 
Yikes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so if your parents have any weird rules besides like tracking you like Lindsay's parents do, <laughs> um, let us know. Yeah. But besides that, I think we're both really looking forward to going home. I need I need it a little bit. And no no worries. Episode eleven will come out on time. Lindsay and I planned ahead. We did plan ahead and then we fucked up and then we had to like replan, but it's fine. It's cause we just like have me and Lindsay keep doing this thing where um when walking to bars to go out, we like have a brain blast and start brainstorming the podcast on the side of the street. And then immediately forget all of what we said because we're toasted. Yeah, but it's fine. Toasted. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god, that should have been my life update. That's my new favorite word. Um, Lindsay, define toasted. Smacked, hammered, wasted, drunk as fuck. Lindsay's toasted. I'm toasted. <laughs> so next, we have our guest segment. So guest, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Kato. I, I knew she was going to introduce herself as Kato. Kato, anything else you want to share about yourself? Like your real name. <sighs> fine um some people may know me as katie owen maybe maybe not really it's up for debate what do you how do you know us katie owen um well i've known both of you since you were little babies here little freshmen um yeah and we're in the same sorority so that's cool that is cool it's really cool so so kate i can't even call her katie with like a straight face (laughs) we're going back to kato um so, Kato, what did you want to talk to us, talk with us today about things? That was not proper English at all. Great job. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you want to talk with us? What? I... So, Kato, what topic did you bring to the podcast today? Uh, like the post-grad life. After graduating, it's like really weird to jump into the real world so easily. Honestly, I have a lot of questions, so... What is the biggest difference between college and post-grad? Oh, my God. You know, work is so weird because it's like you have to do it every day and like (laughs) (laughs) you have to work every day. It's not like you wake up and you can just like skip class if you want to. There's no doing that. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. You can't just like decide not to go skip work today. (laughs) Yeah. So like that's weird. Um, I commute to my job. So that sucks. How far is your commute? Hour and a half each way. That is a long ass commute. What do you do on the commute? Um, recently, I've started sleeping in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I try to read emails, listen to a podcast. Usually, I'll try to listen to you guys. Oh my goodness. I haven't gotten there yet. It's on my list wow. of things to do. <laughs> wow. So you're on the podcast without actually having listened. I hate myself. It's oh fine. Oh my God. <laughs> I personally texted you to the link Multiple for the times. first episode. Personally texted it to you. Multiple times. I I have no words. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna move past this. We're gonna have a discussion about this later because Yeah. You're the worst. Clearly. Yep. Um Where was I going with this? My post grad life. Yes. <laughs> um besides the fact that like the schedule's brutal. Disposable income is nice, but like everything else is kind of weird because it's like there are a lot of boundaries at work, and that's hard because I work with my big. Right. So, to, what kind of boundaries that like you? I don't know if um, my big fully explained the extent of our friendship before I got to the office, uh. and so like 
obviously I jumped into our normal relationship and our sarcastic nature and people thought I was bullying her. <laughs> they were like, do you actually like each other? And I was like, yes. Yes, I swear. This is very normal for very us. Interesting. Yeah, because, yeah. Kato and her bag were really close. Or are really close, I yes. guess. <laughs> they work um, diagonally across from each other. It's very interesting. That's such an interesting dynamic. It's very weird sometimes. So how, like... I feel like seeing her in a professional environment is... A very strange. Yeah. just uh, Especially because, like, that version of Ella that we know from school was very different than her in the work environment. And I can imagine so, because I love Ella to death, but imagining her at college... As a valued professional is a wild concept. Right. <laughs> and it's so weird to see how, like different she is but also like how well respected she is right. it like is really encouraging right do you think you're different in the workplace than you were absolutely at college okay i'm trying <laughs> what's the biggest difference um i guess like i've always been the person to overshare so like not oversharing <laughs> yeah i need to not overshare at work people don't care about the things that i like people at school would care about <laughs> right Interesting. Like, go ahead. what do you like about post grad? Um, besides the money, um, <laughs> besides all this dough that I'm rolling in. <laughs> um, I like having more freedom to kind of just do whatever I want. Like, especially since I'm still living at home. Like, the dynamic with my mom is very interesting because I'll just come home at like eleven after work happy hour, or be like, "Oh, mom, I'm going to Philly this weekend. Bye." Like, I still feel like I have a lot of freedom. Oh, interesting. It's more like my mom and I are cohabitating as opposed to me living in my parents' house. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like, so this past summer I had an internship. So I feel, so it was like a taste of working in the real world. Like, mm -hmm. I would go to, like, happy hours, like, you know, with my work friends, with my coworkers, with my boss. Um, and it was, like, super casual. But then, like... I feel like I always like had to like update like my parents like this is what I'm doing this is where I'm gonna be um et cetera et cetera et cetera whereas when I'm at school like I could be out till like five in the morning and like they would have no idea but it's just because like I lived at home and like I I like either my dad would have to like pick me up at the train station or I'd have to Uber home which he didn't like me you know like Ubering home late at night exactly from like our town. Uh, train station which was can be sketchy at nighttime and so I don't know it's, it's interesting that kind of you're you're cohabitating well I, I do have to do a lot of planning sometimes because I am taking the train too so like there's one stop that's like a five minute walk from my house and then another stop that's like a half an hour walk from my house so I have to like stay up to date with both of my parents to be like hey can either of you pick me up at the other train station because that one actually gets stopped at every time which is really annoying. So it doesn't always stop at the one that's five minutes away from my house. Right. So then which I can't walk so home sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to walk home one time from the far farther train station in really, really uncomfortable shoes. Oh, that's so that's one thing that sucks about work. You have to plan accordingly for what you wear <laughs> if you have to be outside a I, lot. But I, I don't know. I always, not always, but like most of the time I like wore sneakers on my commute because I also had... An hour and a half commute. <laughs> yeah. I've been wearing sneakers to work like every day recently. Yeah. Like yeah. just like white Adidas. Right. Because well, no one cares. <laughs> I was going to say also, yeah, like my company was like super yeah. smart casual. So I like could wear the sneakers that I commuted in. Like I wore Converse a lot to work. 
But like when I was like wearing heels or like had to like look nicer for like a presentation that day, I would always like carry my heels, and then it was like, oh, it's like so lumpy in my. I was just it was like a lot to. Yeah. Uh, so this should be interesting, I think. Very lucky to be in a work environment that's super, super casual because I can literally roll up on a Monday in Adidas jeans and a white t-shirt and no one will say anything, which is so nice. That is so nice. It's I Well, it wasn't nice before I got my first paycheck because I was spending all my money that I did have on nice work clothes because Ella, like, last year, she would, like text me pictures of clothes that she was like oh I don't know if I can wear this to work and I go I don't know your work environment like what do you want me to tell you <laughs> like that's rush appropriate you can wear that I don't know <laughs> it's like outfit checks but for work oh my god um outfit checks for work I <laughs> did it take you a second to catch that Jess no, just, that's <laughs> such a ridiculous concept so exp- <laughs> we should explain an outfit check Go ahead, Kato Rushmaster. Please explain what an outfit check is. Well. And maybe what Rush is. That will take too long. Oh, my God. Rush Briefly. Is, <laughs> Rush is a week-long process to join a sorority. Thank you. Perfect. Um, That's all you needed. An outfit check is when all the chapter members put on their outfits for the week and people tell them, Yes, you can wear that. Or no, you cannot wear that. Which is a ridiculous concept in and of itself. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but then, like, to think about it for work, I think it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to... Because I know another thing you said before you came on the pod was that you also kind of want to talk about, like, drinking habits oh my gosh my drinking habits have changed so much since i left school i'm very curious i go for it probably while my my waistline is not thankful for this decision my mental health is giving up hard alcohol has been the best decision of my life i feel so much more in control and i love remembering things when i go out that's just lovely i when when i graduated i was like i'm so excited to never have to black out ever again or have a reason to i was gonna say did you like feel like you had to black out and did you black out often um i would definitely say especially like sophomore and junior year like living in the house it was super easy to black out because everyone would just pregame together and like get way like too excited about it and then right especially living off campus it's like it could so easily get out of hand because you're just like procrastinating going to bars and hanging out with your friends. Right. And I've noticed that, especially this year, I've definitely been getting more drunk than I have in previous years. Um, I feel like that's probably a tribute to a couple things like me not having a boyfriend anymore and like me actually going out. Um, so that's that's one of them. But also like just like living with my best friends, like there are seven of us in one house. And oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's always like, all right, well, like, let's. Even if, like, there's no, like, formal pregame, we always, like... Hang out and drink. Hang out and drink, like, casually. Like, I'll have a beer or, like, my my friend... We have, like, a a shaker, like, a drink shaker thing. Oh, very fancy. Yeah, it's really fancy. So my... Super adulty. It really is (laughs) adulty. And my one friend always wants to use it. So she's always like, let me make you a drink. Let me make you a drink. And I'm like, okay. So then I casually, like, have a drink, like, while we're, like, getting ready or, like, whatever. And then we'll take, like, a shot or two. And then... Or, like, three, and then all of a sudden, like, you're more drunk than you thought yeah. you were because you had, like, two drinks before the shots, like, and you, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm fucked up. And dollar freaking drinks. Dollar drinks, oh, man. Gets me every time. Every time. Like, I I have never not been a menace at dollar drinks. Yeah, seriously. My first dollar <laughs> drinks, oh, my gosh, it was Halloween week last year. 
I was a corpse. I was quite in theme when I got to class because I was dead. <laughs> it was very spooky. So can you explain the drinking culture where we go to school and then how has that shifted in the drinking culture in the working world? Um, I mean, it's very evident, especially as someone who went here for four years and heavily participated in the drinking scene at our school, that uh, it's more valuable socially to drink a lot very quickly and blacking out is not looked at as a bad thing or at all dangerous no not at all dangerous and totally normal right and people like which is really unhealthy right because you get to class the next day and you're like oh like what were you up to last day and the, and i don't the person, know and the person's like oh i don't i don't, I don't remember know. yeah I, it's really scary which is honestly terrifying yeah i mean how, I, how normalized it is here yeah and like it's one thing to have like a super high tolerance in the first place and like drinking that much is not gonna like affect you as it might affect someone else but like I started to realize that drinking too much hard alcohol I turned into a very not nice person to the people that I never am mean to like when I drink so like sometimes I'll like snap at someone who I know has been being like a not nice human and I'll call them out on it when I'm drinking but like there are some people I'm never mean to and I was flat out mean so I was like this has got to stop right and I think drinking that heavily especially when there's other things going on, which is typically true in oh, college, yeah. brings out a really like nasty part of you because you're then willing to say and do things that you would absolutely never do. Completely out of character stuff, yeah. Because you've drank that much because you probably also are having like a combination mental health issue where you're having a personal situation going on. And so like that lowers like how you feel, which causes you to then behave that way. And I think yeah. that's really toxic. And I think that that's passed on to the younger um kids you know the younger people at school because like even I think that like I'm an RA and my freshmen I think feel that pressure and like I've always like tried to really push them that like you don't have to participate in that like don't let anyone like I said like one of my first years was going to a date party last night and I said to him I was like don't let anyone make you do anything you don't want to do because I think that like it's really toxic for them to get those messages so early on and so yeah. I'm curious about how it's changed now postgrad. I mean, definitely cutting out hard alcohol has just made my life a lot easier. Granted, I spend a lot of money on really, really nice beer, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> we love nice beer. <laughs> oh my gosh, we had too much fun at that that restaurant. Oh, it was yeah. a great time. So much good beer. Um, but I think, and even just meeting up with people from school in the real world, having graduated, like meeting up at some, like a housewarming party or someone's apartment for pregame to go to bars it's so much more casual there's no emphasis of like rides are coming in 10 minutes I need to take 10 shots like there's none of that which is so helpful right and it's I'm um kind of not that I, I guess it's kind of like why do we feel the need that to be we, that like, drunk to be that drunk and like that we can't go to like parties or bars like yeah less than hammered you know yeah. like like, I, I feel like there's this connotation, like, oh, well, like, we're going to, like, this frat, or like, we're going to this bar, so I need to be, like, this amount of drunk. Yeah. And it's like, well, why? <laughs> like, why is that a thing? Yeah. People are under the impression that they won't be able to have fun depending on where they're going, uh, like, based on how much they've had to drink, which, like, it didn't hit me until junior year that, like, especially with the frats, like, you've been seeing these same people for three years. You do not have to be plastered to go to that party. Right. Right. And maybe it's, like, 
a confidence thing or like yeah. yeah but that's so interesting because I feel like in the workplace you're all just like sober at work and then you like go and like have a drink or two at the bar and like oh yeah obviously there's like work etiquette and you're not supposed to get exactly. like hammered because of those boundaries with work people like it makes learning to drink in a healthier manner a lot easier because you're like oh I'm only gonna have like especially once you start work you're like I don't want to make a fool of myself I don't want right. to say anything I'm not supposed to so at work happy hour like my rule was always I'm limited to two drinks the entire time that's it two beers two glasses of wine nothing more than that that's a smart rule to have yeah. because I, i'm gonna tell a really quick story i was at a work function and it was it was it was for me like it was like my going like going away thing they they loved me there i <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun but it was like we went to we went to a like two bars because we went to one and regardless I and I was excited and I also like didn't have anything to drink which is a tough thing about work happy hour or anything to eat which is a tough thing about work happy hours no one ever orders enough food for me to feel like I can eat a meal right work like, happy hours right like eat a meal and then like be okay like having like two drinks and yeah. like not being fucked up because a lot of times I would have like salads for lunch and then like maybe like a, a yogurt or something. Yeah. Like, and that's not enough like to drink on. That's so not enough to drink on. Yeah. And then, you know, like, like these are like actual adults and like they can like handle themselves and like they're like drinking more. And, you know, as the young one, you feel like, oh, maybe I like need to keep up. So really quick, I got a little bit too drunk um, at this at this thing. But everyone else was also very drunk. That's the weird part when your work when your work colleagues are plastered. You're like, what do I yeah. do? Yeah, but I was also at that level, so it was kind of like this is fun. But I, I like I it's like okay, I'm like exhausted. Like I need to go home. So walked home, and then it didn't really hit me until like I was fine like at the bar, but it didn't really hit me until like after the fact. I was like, wow, like I'm kind of like really drunk. So. I was on the train. I was calling a friend from home. And then I was like, hold on. Like, I, I, I got to go. So I literally went. And I, this is probably the nastiest thing I've ever done. I threw up in the train bathroom. Lynn. Yeah. No. It was so bad. It was so bad. And then, so I, like, lifted up the toilet seat. But because it's a, tra- it's a train, it, like, jerks around and moves. <laughs> the toilet seat fell in my fucking eye. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you missed the toilet no, when you I threw up. No, I didn't miss the toilet, but the toilet seat fell on my fucking eye. And then I went into work the next day with like a bruise on my eye. You probably have like eye fungus from that. Ew, Ew I no. I, I, I immediately went home and like washed my face. Um, but I like, thank God no one at work asked me like, what the fuck happened to your eye? Like, I was like, ah. That would have been a lovely story to save for five years down the road. Yeah. If you yes. continue to work if with If I continue people. to work there, I'm going <laughs> to definitely have to tell them what happened. But I was like, I can never get this drunk in front of work people ever again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was, that was bad. Like, that was, and I didn't even realize it because like, like, you know, at school you're just so used to like. I, I can guess, handle myself. I can handle myself or like getting that level of drunk or like, normally I pay more attention to like what I Eat, yeah like, i'll, eat, I'll like, carb load if i know like at school i would carb load if i knew i was gonna have a heavy drinking night right and yeah and so i didn't even honestly i didn't even drink that much it was just like the fact that like i didn't eat and i was like yeah. oh, having a good time but it's like so interesting that i guess i probably would have like prepared for that more yeah at school <laughs> and i guess also at my job too it gets kind of confusing because it does remind me of the drinking environment here which is like a, a little 
extra confusing. Right. It Especially like, having Ella there. Especially, like, it, right. it makes me think of being at school. Right. But, what, it, but, like, in what sense is it? I My first week, one of my... Well, so, like, one of the first things I realized when I got to my job was, like, they were very cool and casual. So, like, with what I can wear, but also, like, they have a ping pong table downstairs. There's, like, a beer fridge downstairs, a wine fridge. Like, everyone there likes to hang out with each other. Like, they're all friends. That's an awesome culture to yeah. be in. Yeah, well, the company was founded by four best friends that went to middle school together, and now they're all 45. So, like... Goals. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I was like, wow. I'm, I hope I still am friends with the people I was friends with in middle school when I'm 45. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Depends on who they are. Yeah, it depends on who it is. <laughs> but um, my first week, um, the Thursday and Friday, there were a lot of people that were working from home, so my office is super casual about that, too. Like, I... That I can almost be like skipping class and just work from home, which is so dangerous. But so, especially, well, I feel like it's even more dangerous for you because you're like, oh, I don't want to like fucking I don't commute, do commute in, commute I, in an hour and a half. Yeah. I told everyone in the office, if it's snowing, I'm not getting on the train. I will be working from home. You'll it's, never actually get there. Yeah, it's it, it will be impossible. Fucking New Jersey Transit. I, I will not say, get I there. I could do a whole fucking segment on New Jersey Transit. I could totally, I could totally see that. But yeah, so there's my first week, everyone was not there on Friday. It was like me and this one other guy. Like my manager wasn't there. It was just two people on my 10-person team. And so we had like our our weekly meeting with the LA office, like over like FaceTime or Skype or whatever. And before it, we had, so we have this one Slack channel called Beer Run. So like, because the beer's downstairs, (laughs) someone will run downstairs and bring a bunch of beers up for everyone who's upstairs. And so this guy on my team posted in beer run it's like 2 p.m on a friday but it's the summer so everyone's like really relaxed and then he brings them into the meeting and then our vp of like who has like my team under her comes in and i'm sitting there in my first week like all terrified because i have a beer in a meeting at 2 p.m even though my coworker told me it was totally (laughs) fine and i was like i really would not have done this if i knew she was going to be here at all I was terrified. And then, like, everyone started drinking really casually on Fridays starting at, like, 4 p.m. because it was the summer. But uh, that was... So she didn't say anything at all? No, she never said anything. Did she have a beer with you guys? (laughs) No, she did not. (laughs) I I ended up not taking a sip of it the entire meeting. It was an hour-long meeting. It just sat there, and I was like, it's probably going to go bad, but it's fine. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't either. I was too scared. Yeah. My coworker had, like, one sip of his beer, and I was like... I will not get to that point. <laughs> yeah, not not even one sip. I'm going to go back to my desk and I'm going to hide it behind my computer and not look at it for like two hours. <laughs> All right, Kato. So what is your takeaway for our listeners who are maybe getting ready to go to the G word that I don't say? And, sad you know, word. Or who are, you know, thinking about the future. What is your biggest takeaway about being a postgrad? Oh, biggest takeaway? Um... There could be multiple is what she said. <laughs> um, I think one of the things that I've learned the most is that you really have to put a lot of effort into your relationships post-grad because it's so hard to see people. I, yeah. There's no time. There's not enough time. That makes me sad. Stop. I'm going to get sad too. I'm going to start getting emotional. Frick. Jess and I are holding hands. Um, <laughs> and I'm tearing up. This is, oh, shit. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like, especially when I first started work, I was like, oh, I have all this time to like grab drinks with someone and like see everyone before they go back to school. And now I have a list on my phone of people that I have to text 
because I want to see them and catch up with them. It's like people from middle school. It's people from here, like people from high school. It's just there's too many things to do and not enough time in the day with my commute. Right. There's It's just too much. Do you, uh, really quick. Are you planning on like moving closer to like the city? Uh, not until next spring at the earliest. Okay. I mean, if some amazing opportunity comes up that I can't pass on, I'll, I'll move. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Yeah. I've got free run right, right now. I'm not going anywhere yeah. for a bit. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, just the commute just sounds like the yeah. bane of your existence exactly. at the moment. <laughs> the, I, can, I can deal with the train while I'm saving $1,500 a month. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question, Cato. So you just came on and talked about something you're open about. What is something you're working on being open about? Ooh. Um, I guess trying to be open about like reasonable expectations because that's something that's really hard for me I feel like I always try to do everything um, and that was true even when I was at school I took on a lot more than I can handle and so being open with not just my coworkers, but like also my friends about like I need a weekend off I, I have the last two months I've spent one weekend at home because I've been trying to go around seeing everyone so being open about telling my friends like i need i need some time off and yourself rest and, and yourself relax. yeah yeah like understanding that like it's okay to like yeah do nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> well kato thank you for coming this has been so much fun uh this is really exciting i'm so glad you came on this was also enlightening it was great and we love you and we are so happy you came i love you guys too thanks kato thanks for having me Yep, the mics were not on. (laughs) So that's it for this episode of Sorry We're Open. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Now we got some poll reviews to do. Uh, All right. I'm so excited. I I haven't checked these, so. All right, so about 100 people answered the pod. Cast polls. There you go. And 16% of people said it was okay to use their significant other's toothbrush. Yeah, that's gross. I just don't understand. Someone was like, if you if you go down on someone, then you could use their toothbrush. But it, it doesn't equate in my mind. I don't agree. And then they were like, the toothbrush is self-cleaning. And I'm like, it's not. It's grimy. It's dirty. It's sitting. Please get a uh, toothbrush. Just, just get a toothbrush. Yep. All right. People are fans of day parties. A lot of people have done more than smooch on the day party bus. Give me numbers. 20 people said oh they've done more God. than just smooch on the day party bus. Like, guys, come on. Save it for later. I love that. I wish them. I wish I could know like what happened on the day party bus because it could have been like, oh, like, you know, got naked. <laughs> or it could be like I had sex on the day party bus. Getting naked well, is... Well, you could just get naked and be there. <laughs> well, mm, okay. We're going to pretend you didn't say that. All right. So we had a lot... People had a lot of different thoughts on who pays on dates, but most said like, you know, the person who asks, like they'll... <laughs> Lady said, I'm a lesbian, there are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I said that. <laughs> and like, other... I was like, gays go against everything in society. <laughs> but 25% of people said they think it's, it's a turnoff if when you offer to split the check on the first date, if they say yes. See? Oh, oh, oh. It's a turnoff. Yeah. Sorry, that's not the question I thought it was, but uh, mm. But I don't want it to be a turnoff. I don't either. I really don't want it to be a turnoff. For some reason, my stupid little brain is like, "Mm." but 
the most interesting one. This was the most hard-hitting poll. If your date hands the card to the waiter without seeing the check, 57% of people say that's hot. You guys have terrible taste. Sorry, I just, I think it's not at all hot. Um, one DM we got was, was, but I know the price of two McChickens. That's not what we were talking about. Um, but even more hard-hitting was the fucking laundry poll. I don't get it. I've been doing my own laundry since I was 10. Like, 10. I didn't learn how to do laundry until, um, like, a couple months before I left for college. And Jack, Jack literally said to me in the library, he's like, yeah, I've only done, used my home washer three times in my life. I think I've probably used it only slightly more than that, to be honest. 37 people said that they don't do their own laundry at home. Yeah, I'm embarrassed, but I didn't, my... Lindsay, you're embarrassing. <laughs> I know. You're an adult. Yeah, but... You don't do your if, own laundry at if home? If my mom is just do, putting in a load, like, <laughs> throw my laundry in there. All right, people, please do your own laundry. <laughs> Um, but per usual, follow us on Instagram at sorry, we're open podcast. Um, if you do that, you can come get a podcast sticker from me. Um, I know people keep asking me if I have any stickers. I'm like, "Mm, go find Jess. I can give you some. Yeah, maybe. I meant to do that. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So Jess is the, I'm the sticker keeper. (laughs) The sticker keeper. (laughs) Yes. I was going to call you a sticker dictator, but that's fine too. Um, so we only have a few more episodes this season, but we have some we have some good stuff coming. We do have some good stuff coming. I'm really excited, and maybe over winter break you'll get some fun bonus content. Ooh! Um, so per usual, hit us up if you have questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, and want to be a guest. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of DMs on the pod. We have. This has been really exciting. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.